listening to the itch my name is casey my name is dan and i'm aaron and this week we're scratching the itch to get back out into some live shows after you know a sort of dead season of winter where there's concerts but they're few and far between the calendar has really started stacking up lately and dan and casey just got to go see the itch's first show of 2022 yes hopefully one of many to come Oh, we're going to talk about the calendar. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, should we talk about that partially now? <laughs> if you want, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, unfortunately, because of, of child care, I have to make sure that I... You know, Are covered. Yeah, pick and choose which ones that I can go to. So as of right now, we're planning on at least going to two a month for the next two months. Actually, more, probably next three months, actually. I was going to say. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward. We're gonna be seeing in Blacktop Mojo, the Dead Deads. We got hopefully hopefully ten years in Varsity, and then we got to also Papa Roach and Hailstorm in May. Yeah, yeah. along with Highly Suspect, which we've never seen live. Yep. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah, and Jelly Roll and Mammoth. I think actually. Yeah, that's right. That's gonna be a huge. We're, I'm already booking an episode for that show. Yeah, it's just too much. Yeah, and then in June. The epic show at the pageant with nothing more and asking Alexandria and Atreyu and Eva under fire. Yeah, that's going to be amazing, especially at the pageant. That's like my favorite venue in St. Louis. They booked <laughs> the crap out of that tour. They were just like, how about yeah. we stack everybody together? Eva told us that they're in talks of some big tours, and that's a pretty damn big one. <laughs> it is. I mean, Trey was doing headline tours last year, and they're third on the bill here. Yeah. So that's that's a good, that's a big bill. And nothing more. It's just an incredible live band. I, I look forward to seeing that band again. Right. So you guys got to see a show. It was last night, actually, as of this recording. It was at a venue that I haven't even been to before. And I don't know if you guys have or not, but... Uh, we, we have. You might have. I, I Actually, I have not. I have not been to that place. That place was actually called the Foo Bar prior to it being yes. changed to Red Flag. I have not been there. I've never been there. Um, I apologize. I thought I was, but no, I, that was not what I thought it was. It is possible that I went to Foo Bar at some point, but I don't remember for sure. I definitely haven't been to it since it's become the Red Flag. I've been there at least twice, and they definitely renovated it since they changed the uh, the name. It's a very interesting place. It's basically a giant warehouse yep. that they added some sound boards to um, and then dropped in some like freight cars. Uh, freight second- cars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's okay. not even a joke. Like, yeah, they did. Their upstairs boxes are freight cars. Like they're sitting on these supports and there's like it's it's crazy. Like they're, they're upstairs is kind of a, a bunch of storage cars. Yeah. Dang. That was kind of all blacked off for that particular show but it looked pretty cool yeah sounds pretty cool from what i understand yeah because like they're they're like luxury boxes where you can pay like 200 dollars or something and get, get for the 10 thing. tickets yeah yeah for 10 tickets oh it's like, a, like a like at the party like a party room, room basically yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly it's like a party <laughs> container though it's a storage container <laughs> like, that they use on box. like uh yeah party it's like one of those that they go on uh the cargo ships you know yeah yeah, yeah. that's crazy well, now I'm very intrigued by this place. The acoustics were okay. I will say that 
for Blackstone Cherry, it was great. For the opening bands, I don't quite know exactly what the difference was. Maybe where their amps were set up, but yeah. it was a little bit of an echo. Hmm. A little bit. And I, it's always that thing where the main band always sounds the best no matter what. And yeah. the secondary acts are kind of hit and miss sometimes. But that didn't take away from the uh, performance of of the other bands, for sure. We're now to the point where I think we're starting to bury the lead. Yes. Uh, unless I missed it. I want to make one side note because I just was looking up the red flag and the building looks freaking cool. It's just solid black. Yes. And and the venue being named the red flag, uh, the only non-black feature is the St. Louis flag, which the primary color, the primary primary color. Yes. Because St. Louis flag has blue and yellow, but it's red. And yeah. so they also had a big red curtain behind the, the bands. There you go. <laughs> now, on on to the question. Onto yeah. the question I must ask to get down to business here. Who did you go to see? We went to see Blackstone Cherry. That statement implies that there was something else that caught your attention there beyond just Blackstone Cherry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When we when we entered, we went ahead and commandeered our normal spot that we've that we've been doing <laughs> the last couple of times. And Spot that you pick wherever you're at? Uh, no, just apparently the spot we always gravitate to. Yeah, which would be... <laughs> left, uh, center, left side yeah, of the stage. Left, left side uh, for us, but stage right. Stage for right, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's totally... The, it's just spot for some reason. I don't know why. Like, even when I... You know what's funny, Casey? is like, even when I'm buying tickets to, like, R- uh, Riverport, uh-huh. for whatever damn reason, I still choose the left side. I don't know why. <laughs> interesting yeah whenever we're in the lawn we we, yeah whenever we're in the lawn we try to get as close to center as we can but it's the lawn and you don't really have a choice (laughs) very very often but i haven't sat in the lawn in years because i'm too old for that shit right (laughs) because we want to buy seats and sit down yeah i got money now (laughs) (laughs) anyway but yeah so we walk in and like you said, it's a warehouse and we go in the little side door thing. And uh, there was just this giant open space that nobody was standing. And the stage was, what, 10 feet from us? Yeah. yeah. 10, 15 if, feet. I mean, by the end of the night, we kept creeping closer. Yeah. You know, we were still trying to maintain distance. We were the only ones, but we we're still trying to maintain distance. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, we just found the left side of the stage. There was nobody around us, like, all night. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if we stunk or something. But... <laughs> I you know, don't that's think... a tactic. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I don't think anybody wanted to to stand behind me for sure. That well, that's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> I told Casey we got to get him the, uh, a special itch shirt for concerts that just says some. You know, sorry, like we're the itch. We're sorry, we're blocking your view or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's actually a great idea. And for context, for people who, if Casey is your first time listening, Casey, how tall are you? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm about six seven, and there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and I am not. <laughs> My wife is like five two. I'm five six. It's yeah. We are very short compared to him. So I can tell you that they weren't standing, not standing near us because they couldn't see over me. Yeah. They might not be able. To, they might not be able to see around me. Yeah. 
The itch yeah. is both tall and wide sometimes. <laughs> That's how we do. That's uh, the itch, tall and wide. Yep. No, I, 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 really, I really like this. Sorry, we're blocking your view. It's a good idea. I think that's going to be the next one we make. It's <laughs> a great idea. Anyway, but the uh, the crowd size was pretty pretty good. Um, I didn't feel I didn't feel like it was like too many people in in the building. I it, I kind of got worried a little bit when we first got there because yeah. we we didn't show up necessarily on time as it was but uh it the crowd filled out a little more as the night went on that's what i was gonna say it seemed like it was gonna be a a kind of a light crowd but it did fill in um and i was i i love small venues i love small venue shows like because the people that are there are there to see the band they're not just there to have like you know drinks and i'll catch this band like these people love this fucking band and they Mm -hmm. almost all know all the lyrics and those are just like the the true dedicated fans that you get to truly hang out with it's just it's it's a different experience in my opinion yes definitely agree and so as we're driving down to the venue i looked to see who else was on the bill to to see because I, I knew that there was a few other acts and then I noticed that the one that caught my eye naked gypsy queens we actually they've were part of a twitter group with our some of our podcast buddies the groove council yep <laughs> and uh they've been talked about in that chat for a number of of days recently and I believe Jay uh, of Hook Rocks interviewed them not too terribly long ago as well. Yep, so that one just like last week, he put yes. in a, an interview episode out. So you can check out the Hook Rocks for a further backdrop or background <laughs> on this band we're about to talk about. Yeah. So I have never, I'd never listened to their stuff, but I, I just kind of sort of knew who they were as far as just seeing their name posted a few times. So I was excited to check them out, and they sounded really, really good. They are definitely of that classic rock revival uh, movement and uh, kind of fit that bluesy southern rock sound, and they they killed it. <laughs> yeah, they were exceptionally good. Uh, it, it is crazy because like, I felt like every single member was like just – pulled the the spirit of like one of the greatest rock artists of all time at that <laughs> position like it was crazy because like the the drummer especially on their song i think it's georgiana yeah uh, the, it it sounds so much like john bonham just like the deep deep per, you know percussion and drum sounds that that bonham had it's just like that's what that remind at least that particular song reminded me of and uh yeah yeah it's just and then like the bassist he looked like cliff burton reincarnated playing huh. bass up there like all you saw was hair and bass <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not that's lying. what i want he's not that's lying what I want he, he killed that bass too <laughs> yes yeah and and like you know hannah said it too like what got her into it right off the bat is for one they all kind of come out they all have the unique unique very unique style uh like the guitarist is just looks very preppy He's got a really nice wavy hair the <laughs> the lead the lead singer was like this like long trench coat and had like long curly kind of hair 
and then the drummer was in like a full suit. I was gonna say that was the that was the coolest okay. part. The drummer was in a full fledged suit and just yeah. I was like I was afraid he was gonna tear his arms off of the suit banging on the drums. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then you had like the metal looking bassist, like Cliff Burton esque, like long hair, like he's got the rock t shirt, the torn jeans and shit. Like it was just cool. They like you just came out. And you're like, wow, this is unique. And then like they fucking killed it. They they were great. It, they played great. They sounded great. Uh, yeah, they they were just awesome. I actually and because like I picked up their EP later that that evening. I probably listened to it like three times today. I still think they sound better live than they do on their EP. Yeah, that's that's going to be a running theme when we talk about this show. Is they it, the best way I can describe it is they. They sound just like the album, but they put enough of a twist on it, like the jam band funky twist where it sounds just like the album, but it's it's just better. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and they, they came out and started their set off with a Clash cover song and like, boom, like that's how we got into it right away. You're like, whoa, this is different. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't expecting the Clash at a blues, you know, kind of a Southern rock blues show. Yeah, so that, I know that's, that's how they they started the set. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, hear that. Anna got all excited. <laughs> She's yeah. like, "This is the clash." <laughs> <laughs> that's what one Hanover right right away. Yeah, exactly. It's not too often you hear a band start their set with a with a cover song, unless they're a cover band. But hey, you know what? If you're kind of young and maybe don't have a lot, and you're opening, why not grab people's attention like they did with with that. And I, I did listen to their their other album that they released a couple years ago, and they've definitely grown as a band since then. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, and that's going to happen. These are these are very young guys. I think that they uh, if I had to guess, like, I don't want to really they're probably in their you know early 20s. Yeah, they look early 20s in the photos. Yeah. yeah. And so they, they definitely have a lot of room to grow and only get better. Like they're already a really damn good band. And, and if they can stay together and continue, you know, playing together, they're, they're going to be awesome. And that's that's actually why I made a point of it to meet the band after after their show. Because hmm. like I saw them live. And I'm like, yeah, they're they're This band's going places like you can just tell they they the way they carry themselves, the just their on stage presence, their their, their music, they, they they got it going on. And so, yeah, like I said, uh, after their set, they went to the merch merch booth, and so like as soon as I saw them over there, I you know I'm stalking people. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I slide over there, um, and then yeah, so I talked to him. I just wanted to compliment him for one because I, I I told the drummer I said I said dude you you sound a lot like John Bonham and he's like no way he's like man that's that's fucking awesome he's like that's a huge compliment I was like it's it's true like you sound like John Bonham reincarnated up there <laughs> and then uh, there too many so I asked bigger compliments for for, for sure. a drummer that one, yeah. yeah it's true I'm though. sure but that that's what it sounded like to me <laughs> it did yeah. it did fair enough. Uh, I mean, you can listen to Georgiana. That's the song that, like, I, that that thought came to mind. I was like, "Wow, this is like this is totally a, a Bonham riff," which we highly uh, recommend uh, listening to that. Yeah, beat. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, I was talking with them. I'm just trying to get out, figure out if they had like a CD. Of course, you know they didn't. They had the the fucking LP, and I'm I'm not that indie yet. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm still with my CDs. What can I say? Yeah. Um, they did not have a CD because I wanted to get the CD signed, but they didn't have one, obviously. So 
I walked away. It was, it was like, I, well, I gave him our card and I was like, Hey, we want to interview you. Um, you know, reach out to us. We, we want to do this. You guys were awesome. And then I said, I, so we walked away and he was like, you, you don't want to get like a shirt or do something to support them. I was like, yeah, okay. I'd do that. And so I walked back. Cause I'd already bought like a Blackstone cherry shirt. And I was like, I don't, I mean, do I want to spend $50 on shirts tonight? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair. I, I bought a black, I, I bought a, uh, a naked gypsy queen shirt and I got it signed by all of them. Uh, and it's now hanging up to the left of my podcast desk here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm glad you did that though, because we talk a lot about here's but, how you can support artists and merch. Is the yeah, it gets one. better. It gets better. So yeah, <laughs> and, 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 yeah, you're exactly right, and that's the whole reason why I went over there to buy is to support them. Yeah, so the funny thing is, we have this great interaction, having a grand old time. They shake my hand and shit, and I and I like start walking away with the t-shirt, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh fuck! I didn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm standing there, and in my mind, I'm like, I don't think he gave a, a nope. transaction thing here. So I, and then, I, yeah, I turned around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. they're like, don't thanks for being honest. I was like, the whole fucking reason I came over here was to support you guys, and here I almost rip you guys off. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had a good laugh about it. <laughs> they, they would have been like hitting up our website trying to get money yeah. out of us. Like, yeah. hey. You owe me for that shirt we signed, man. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Well, in, in theory, we support bands. Yes. yes. Sometimes we accidentally steal from them. <laughs> Try to gank their shirts. Yes. Sometimes so, yeah, for, we gank. For a half a minute, I, I ganked their shirt. <laughs> I got away with it, too. Like, everybody just like, oh, that was, that was nice. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't pay for this. <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. But hopefully we uh, interact with them at some point down the line because I would definitely love to do that. I'm looking them up as you guys are talking. This and this this Georgiana this EP that they just put out um, is their debut for Mascot, which is a solid yes. label to be working with. Yep. And Ma- Mascot has has Blackstone Cherry. They've got Toto, Pod, um, yeah. Monster Truck, Volbeat. And I'm pretty uh, sure I'm pretty sure the the person that they um, worked uh, in recording that album also worked with Greta Van Fleet, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yep. Produced by the people who produced uh, uh, Anthem of the Peaceful Army. Yeah. And that's and so. that's exactly who I think that Naked Gypsy Queens could be better than. You know, I, they're kind of reminding me a lot of Greta Van Fleet, their sound, their their kind of style. And I, I just think that they're going to they could be a better version of that because I just think that they're they're deeper. They have more yeah. depth to them. Right. I think I, it, I agree. It's a callback to a previous episode. I think we got to <laughs> yeah. send them over to chill pill Liz. Yes. And see what she, uh, how she grades them out here. <laughs> yes. Yes. She yeah, might, might, she might to... agree with you. Yeah. I might <laughs> have to better. send it over. Cause she's, she's pretty harsh when it comes to that stuff. Yep. Yeah. She, she let us know what, she how don't it play is with her throwback bands. You better be <laughs> real good. Or she's not, doesn't have time for you. That's the truth. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they played the whole the whole EP uh, for their set, in addition to nice. a couple other songs like the the and, Clash song. Yeah, their self titled album came out in 2018, and it looks like they've kind of um, done some just singles since then until this, and then you know leading up to this EP. Mm-hmm. So definitely a young band, both in physical age and as a band, given that 2018 was their first release. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, they like met in high school or something like that. Probably about four years ago or six years ago or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a couple yeah. years ago they graduated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool, um, though. I love to see some like people who are like 22 years old and like sounding like they're from the 70s. <laughs> like that's. Yeah, that's no, sweet. it was it was good. There was a quote from the lead singer in, in some kind of an article I read that I, I think he makes a, a good point. And he's like, you know, I think that there's he said, I think that we could there's there's a market here there's there's a, a way to make a sound that kids are or, you know the new generation not us because we're a little bit older uh <laughs> yeah, we're in that like weird the new generation now. would still be interested in but like to also make it sound retro to where the older guys us uh would be still interested in <laughs> too and even the older older guys yes that's yeah, true. exactly <laughs> like our dads yes maybe yes. yeah no, but they they were phenomenal live, and they definitely exceeded what expectations I was uh, kind of hoping for. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I agree, and and even Hannah agreed with that too. And she's she's pretty critical of her southern rock blues bands because it's not one of her preferred music styles at all. It's like yeah. one of her least favorite rock styles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So funny thing because you know how the, Hannah's. I don't, I don't know. Maybe if you know this, so like, like when they started talking, cause like the new bassist, he's got a thick, thick Kentucky accent. Yeah. Um, and, and like, as soon as he started talking, Hannah's like, where are they from? <laughs> and I was like, they're from Kentucky. And so it's really funny. Like I joined my, my work meeting uh, with all of our managers on and my boss's boss is from Kentucky and they were talking about accents <laughs> on the call. <laughs> and so I, I, I mentioned it to him. Uh, his name is Mike. I mentioned to him because, you know, he's from Kentucky. And I was like, yeah, you know, I went and saw Blackstone Cherry. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, we all love them down here in Kentucky. They're huge. I was like, that's <laughs> awesome. So yeah, it was, it was just funny because like me and Hannah were talking about this. Anytime we go to a concert, like nobody at work has any idea who the fuck we're going to see like, yeah. they never yeah. know who we're talking about they don't know hardly any of the bands that i listen to right and so it was just it was kind of nice to to be uh validated by somebody finally <laughs> yeah see i do listen to real music this right. is a real band i'm not making shit up the real band. <laughs> well and so well i guess we can get right into this yeah, so, so now, yeah now that we've hinted at it let's yeah let's talk about blackstone cherry let's talk about the main event here first time well technically yeah 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 so we we technically seen them perform one other time very briefly at a riverport show at the pavilion and uh we were getting into the venue and heard part of their set but they only played like five songs and i think we think it was the um Kid Rock Leonard Skinner concert. Oh, we don't think. I fucking know. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, because that was like the only reason. Like, I really wanted to go to that concert, and it, we missed them because I think uh, I couldn't get out of work on time or something. Yeah, it was it was something like that. So we we only caught like two or three of the the five songs that they played. But uh, that was so, the first time. That was that was probably back in like two thousand. 10 maybe 2009 it was was, a long time ago Uh, yeah it's maybe later than that it was probably later than that like 2012 i'm not it was was somewhere in there yeah yeah all i all i know is that we we've loved this band since lonely train came out back in like 2006 six yep and you know we've played them on the radio show for years and we've just never had the opportunity to see them live yeah 
That's wild. So so we definitely wanted to try and then check them out this go around and definitely glad that we did because yeah. they they were awesome. <laughs> yeah, they they were fantastic. They had great stage presence, obviously, as well, even for a small venue and a smaller crowd than they're probably used to playing. Um, they still just killed it. The one thing is you could tell they were used to a bigger stage because they move around a lot. and They, kept, they like, do. Almost, they like almost ran into each other a lot of times, but they were very slick with their guitars, like just barely <laughs> dodging people. It was crazy. Yeah, Ben, Ben, their rhythm guitarist, has a ton of energy. Yes. Nice. He, he does he like jumping around, jumping and kicks and shit. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up kicking one of his band members in the face once. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> he kicks high in the air, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so a couple of things uh, before we get too far into their set. One thing that I was not aware of was that their original bassist that they've had for 20 years uh, just recently left the band in 2021. So that was even crazier now that I think about it, because they did mention that they do have a new a new bassist, Steve. And so they they sounded just like they did on their albums. It just, it, they didn't skip a beat. It was. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't even know that until you said something about it today. Yeah. Cause he just, he just seemed like he fit in right. You know, right along yeah. with the band. Yeah. Cause they also had like a, a fifth member of the yes. band technically too. Yes. That <laughs> looked like he could have been related to the drummer in some fashion. They just looked <laughs> the same. They had like the, he, the, looked, he, he was like a bongo player. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He, he was also he like was, the drum tech too. He was a That's drum tech, a... drum tech bongo player, Chris 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 Christopherson lookalike. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which the the lead singer uh the lead singer Chris I, I think actually said that. He's like he he pointed him out and he's like, and uh, international movie star. is <laughs> 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 uh, is funny. Yeah, and he was great. He was awesome at the bongos. They they killed it. Him and the drummer were very in sync together. Yeah. Yeah. They they brought a ton of energy. And the the other thing that they did that I don't know that I've seen very many bands do, they would jump around, play play the instruments, and then they would all they had like all these water bottles in the corner of the stage where we were, and they would just go over and play and then grab a bottle really quick and drink it really quick and then keep playing. <laughs> it was, gotta hydrate, man. It, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, a whole water bottle. And... <laughs> yeah. Didn't even like miss a beat. Didn't no. you know, just drank right in stride. Do like one chord <laughs> and let that go for like 10 seconds while he chugs the water <laughs> bottle. <laughs> they all did it. It was crazy. Awesome. Yeah. And what's, What's most impressive, I think, about this band is is Chris is not only the lead singer, but he's also the lead guitarist. And yeah. And so that's what it was even more impressive. He's like, he's like doing solos while he's taking a drink. Like, just like, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. There was some talented guys up on stage and then they did the uh, the typical. Uh, all right. We've been jumping around for. 30 minutes we need we need our drummer to do a a nice uh four minute solo 
<laughs> so so uh, John killed those drums for about four or five minutes. He he made me tired. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that he was boring. I'm just saying he like wore me out just watching. No, just, yeah, yeah. just watching just watching him bang his head with his yeah. with his hair going everywhere and yeah. Yeah, because after that, that's when he put his hair up in a man bun. I was like, what the hell? Is that the same guy back there? <laughs> I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Casey, that you can find footage of this performance on our social media. Um, on your personal one right now. Um, it, I did post one video on our s- social media, but I didn't post a ton because I wasn't sure if the videos would work or not. Ah. Yeah, but uh, I, I probably will post a little bit more on there by the time this uh, recording is is released. So. There we go. We'll, we'll use we'll use that uh, solo footage as the promotional stuff for this episode. Well, t- Twitter's always weird because I go to post a video and then it doesn't post for like hours after the fact. Oh. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> so I'll we'll try. I'll try to post. That. I'll try to post a few more. But yes. I, I do have plenty of uh, of good videos that uh, I was able to take with with no obstructions and <laughs> it's hard to obscure the tallest person in the room. Uh, you know, I will say one thing I, I really enjoyed is that not only did the guitarist, like the lead singer, kind of interact with the crowd, but the lead guitarist did, and he was he was hilarious. One of the things he he asked, he's like he since he asked the crowd, he's like so how many of you guys have to work tomorrow? And a whole bunch of us cheered. He's like, all right, well, I want to apologize to your bosses because you're all going to be shit tomorrow. And I screamed out as loud as I could. I'm always shit. And he's, he's like, oh, I appreciate your honesty, sir. I, I think that most of us can relate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, damn, I wish I recorded that part. I told my boss that today. <laughs> He was like, I agree. We need to speak in my office immediately. (laughs) She was actually quite the opposite. She's like, that's not true. I was like, yeah, I know. I'm just joking. (laughs) But it did happen. I did say that. No, I totally said that. I just I actually just do a good job of my work. I'm not. That is is excellent. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got to ask you guys something I always wonder. Um, And especially this is interesting because uh, Blackstone Cherry put out their most recent album, The Human Condition, came out in 2020. We did an episode on it, actually. Mm-hmm. If you want to go back, way back in episode 28. Uh, and they released a deluxe edition of it last year. And, you know, touring was not a thing for a good while there. Um, did this feel... I, I don't know if it was labeled as The Human Condition Tour or not, but did this feel like they were promoting that album or was it pretty spread out across That's, the discography? That was the intriguing thing. Uh, I believe... and. Correct me if I'm wrong, if if you think so, Dan. But I I think they only played three, maybe four tracks off of the wow. new album, so they didn't they didn't really lead off with it um, as much as I thought. They spaced out their entire discography pretty substantially. Impressive. Yeah, that's what I I thought was that it was kind of an odd set list. I will say that because like I was expecting just a little bit more of their bigger hits to be played. Yeah. Um, they played but, a lot of B sides. Yeah, but I appreciate that in a small venue like that. You know, like I said right. before, you're there. Those are dedicated fans. Those are fans that know every song even more than I did. And I was, I, <laughs> I was there thinking like, man, what song is this? Like, what song? Is, like, I had, I had kind of a couple times like trying to figure out it, the, yeah. the song names and stuff. But 
because they've got at least a handful of albums. I think they've, they have you mentioned. Yeah, so yeah. you mentioned they've been around since at least like 06. Yep. Um, seven, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I got asked, did they play? Um, what was the cover? They did. Give me one reason, right? Yeah. Yes, the they, did they, play did play. they did play that. They did play that. The crowd was wanting them to play a few other covers, and they, they declined <laughs> uh, to play those. Thank God. <laughs> I'm glad. I wasn't there to see a cover show. I was there to see a Black Stone Cherry. And, I, you know, I, I appreciate maybe playing one cover song because they're great at it. But yeah. Um. Yeah, and, and they did kill. Yeah, just, they I, did kill. Give me one reason. They they oh, slayed. Yeah. They slayed that song. That's a great cover. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just a perfect song to cover. Like it still kind of has that southern twang to it, even the original yeah. version. And yeah. uh, you know, it's it just is almost a rock song anyway. Right. It so fits. It does. It fits. I, was, I, I thought I, they did a great job. Yeah. I, I gotta I gotta tell you guys as as I'm I'm kind of looking through some of their information a little bit more refreshing myself as you're as you're talking did you know that in 2020 um there was a track called love become law released by the cherry truck band which is blackstone cherry and monster truck together <laughs> it's literally right. just both of them and they just merged their names and released a song together <laughs> i'll need to check this out i was not I aware i was not aware of this yeah <laughs> i was like why is this in their discography holy cow cherry truck the cherry truck man that's hilarious <laughs> uh the itch is big fans of monster truck and there will be a monster truck episode somewhere down the line it yeah. just hasn't happened quite yet <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what happens with them. So you guys, uh, what you're saying here is uh, you got your money's worth. We did. Oh, Definitely yeah. you just, did. You discovered a great new band. You finally got to knock a uh, one off your checklist that you hadn't truly been able to see before. Yep. And it didn't disappoint at that. No, yeah. it, did, it did not. Yes. While representing, Casey was wearing, you know, the itch shirt. I figured... <laughs> He's taller, so more people will see his billboard if he's wearing it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put we on were the biggest billboard you can. <laughs> we're, we're... <laughs> there <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> A lot more surface area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do use you as the concert beacon. Yeah, the beacon. Yeah, <laughs> whatever we're lost. Like, Where are KC? we? Just find Casey. We'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we don't do that now because we got seats and shit, but we did. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, naturally. We're in the lawn. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, we tried to uh, to catch them uh, as they were coming off the stage, but they they hightailed it to the bus right after. Yeah. So I mean, seeing that bus, I, there's I I understand that's a sweet ass tour bus. <laughs> yeah. We got to get over there. I don't want to hang out. That makes sense, though. If you're going to be on the road and you're going to be, with, you know, very close proximity with four other dudes, you better make sure it's as you know nice as can be, and you got your space so that you get along for yeah. the whole time. And those guys are big enough to afford that kind of thing now, so so good on them. <laughs> and I I will say that as as awesome as as the concert was, uh, Blackstone Cherry's going to be going on tour here next month with Aaron Jones. And uh, I, I would have loved to see Aaron in, in yes. Red Flags venue because yes. that would have been yeah, awesome. That would have been amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but it was not. It was not to be. Let me throw a little bit out here. Speaking of that, um, if you're listening to this and you're in St. Louis, uh, this episode will come out 
on the 15th. And you can go to the Red Flag and see some good shows. Uh, Zero nine thirty six will be there on Sunday the 20th. The Itch won't be at that one because the Itch will be radio showing. Yes. However, if you don't listen to our show that night, you could go see Zero. Uh, the Itch will, however, be back at Red Flag on March 26th, that Saturday, to see Blacktop Mojo. And then, as mentioned earlier, that and will be uh, at Pops in Sage on April 1st to see the darkness and the dead deads. So you can come catch us. Somebody will have the shirt, probably KC. Yeah. By all means, if you're in or around the St. Louis area, <laughs> come see a show with us. <laughs> yeah. We'd be happy to say hello. Yeah. Excited to see those shows too. And, you know, Blacktop Mojo being at the same venue, Red Flag, which was funny because uh, they put the little wristbands, you know, the 21 and up mm-hmm. wristbands. And it still said the foobar <laughs> on the wrist. Their, their, their Twitter handle is still foobar. Like, I know. Come on, guys. You yeah. Change it over. Like, you, you click the foobar and then and then the title is completely different. Branding, fellas. <laughs> that shit costs money, okay? <laughs> I will say I'm one reason I'm excited about shows and summer coming and, and getting some time back in St. Louis again is because there's a lot of venues that I actually haven't been to yet. I have never seen a show at this one, or at least as it is. I haven't seen her show at the old rock house, uh, Delmar Hall, uh, the mm-hmm. factory. There's a lot of places I need to catch up on. And yeah, so, I, I feel like the pandemic somehow, like all these new venues new came venues. out of the <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. Like, how the hell is this possible? <laughs> like, there's so many places I've never been, like the St. Mu- Louis Music Park, the Chesterfield Amphitheater. Like, there's all these awesome places around St. Louis all of a sudden that, that music is going to be played at. And I'm going to try to be there. That's right. At some point. And I'll. <laughs> You know, Red Flag's been killing it with getting good artists to come through and the Duck Room's getting a lot of artists as well. And it's 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 good times. And yeah. hopefully we contribute to that. Yes. We're yes. trying. We're, we yeah. can't say anything yet, but but we have ideas. <laughs> yes. I mean, we always have ideas. It's just a matter of being able to execute those ideas. Well, yeah, this is an idea we're actually attempting to execute. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's there's a there's a, at least a semi realistic chance. Uh well, and more more we'll, on we'll that. Tell you more later, yeah. More on that in yeah. the future. It's good times, though. Okay, we had one other thing. You know, last week's episode, we had a little conversation about uh, what we called musical elitism and sort of the attitudes that some artists have and whatnot. And uh, Dan came across another <laughs> article and <laughs> that uh, made us feel that we should revisit the topic. And so, <laughs> take it away, Dan. So to kind of go along with our little elitist conversation that we had prior, an article has just come out that Tobias Forge, who's the lead singer of Ghost, says he's allergic to new metal. And like after reading this article, I almost don't like this band now. Like, Because <laughs> <laughs> we kind of did like them for a while. Yeah, kind of. Did you guys? I've never heard of us talk about them before ever. I have, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> I have the vast majority of their discography, and we've played them a handful of times on the show. They're uh, not entirely our cup of tea, but we kind of picked up on them late. Yes, and so uh, yeah, we haven't really been huge fans of them for years, but I'd say that maybe for four to yeah, four to six years or so. Yeah, and in this article, for one, he just kind of slams new metal and says that he's allergic to new metal and just like, uh, let me pull up his exact quote because it's just, I, I couldn't make this shit up if I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> he says, 
He says, my taste is very old school. Ever since 94, when new metal started to really show its face, I've been allergic to anything that suggests new metal. And unfortunately, that's been like the everlasting genre from like 94 to today. The bands that I like are usually bands that sound like an 87 sort of death metal band. Unfortunately, I hate to be negative, but I like a lot of other music. I like them a lot of different rock. I'm more open when it comes to that. And then the rocker did later add that he considered any type of extreme metal after the year 94 shit. So basically calling out bands like Lamb of God and Hatebreed and and all these other like hardcore metal bands like Slipknot. Slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> Just says their shit. While he's basically saying he's allergic to his own damn music because I, I don't know what he is considered, but I, I would yeah. not consider him just straight metal. He's not death metal. Goth no. metal, maybe. Yeah, goth goth metal. Is, I mean, as a, that's a stupid term, but that's... The- <laughs> that's I, a- more accurate i think it's i think new metal in general is a stupid term and to be honest but right well it's not like, new it's not new for one yeah well i mean that's what i'm saying like are you considering <laughs> it's classic new anything prior to 94 just metal and anything after that is new metal yeah. well what he's referring i think was referring to at 94 is like the debut of corn yeah because they were the okay. ones that started like that style of or at least started like uh in popularity the branch of like, new metal, yeah, yeah like the stuff that went down that path with sort of those like hip-hop influences and whatever but see and i guess that's where we start getting into i mean i guess like i consider them new metal but i don't consider them metal like that's i i, I don't know i I'm, that's maybe <laughs> where i i draw the line is that i don't consider some new metal bands metal like right i i consider deftones metal like there's definitely songs that deftones have that can be considered metal but i don't i don't know i i I don't think a lot of new metal would be considered metal. And I don't know, maybe that's just me. I'm looking at their tour, their, their like tour history ghost to try to see where he shoots himself in the foot. Um, and to be honest, aside from festivals, which you can't really, you could say, yes, right. metal festival, yeah. you can't control yeah. 50 other bands, whatever. He is pretty consistent in that. Most of the tours that I'm seeing, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time finding anything that, that really is like, oh, there you were, you know, touring with Stained or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like that would really like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll give him credit for being consistent in that. I am a little bit surprised that Dan wanted to initiate a conversation about band genres. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's mostly the fact that it the co- the comical aspect of calling it calling it being allergic to, yeah. and then also calling like the last you know, almost almost 20, 30, 30 years, 30 years yeah. of, of music shit. Right. Right. And <laughs> that, also, that's, that time frame also fits in with like, you know, when Metallica started transitioning into being something more commercial sounding. Yeah. Too. And he's not Metallica is obviously not new metal or extreme metal. They are just, they are the definition of heavy metal, but yeah, it kind of fits in with that. Like this commercialized version of metal music versus the, that original thrashy stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and he does follow it up by saying when it comes to metal, he's actually quite conservative in his taste and he doesn't like a lot of new things. And the only death metal band, new death metal bands he's ever liked in the last 20 years have been like very kind of non-traditional, or I'm sorry, sort of traditional, very backwards type of bands. I mean, it's fine if you, if you prefer stuff that has that throwback sound. <laughs> well, and then he also stated too, that he's uh he's always been embracive of pop music too. So so we okay. maybe, maybe we can start cons- maybe we can consider ghost pop metal you know like pop evil there you go there you go 
we can throw them in there with that. Because honestly, I I think they'd probably that would make more sense. Put them in pop metal because that's bands like with Volbeat, the tour they're on tour with right now. I consider them yeah. kind of pop metal too. Yeah. Earlier on in their career, they toured with like Avenged Sevenfold and stuff, which I would put in that yep. category. I um, definitely agree. They also do tour okay. with open up for a lot of bands that are pre that 94. Like they, they opened for Iron Maiden. They've opened for Alice in Chains. A lot of that stuff that op- that clearly wouldn't fall under that category of stuff that he has disdain for. And they actually just wrapped up the tour today with uh, with Volbeat. And mm-hmm. then I and then actually just just because I, I'm not trying to throw shade. I just think that's an elitist viewer, an elitist thing to say. That's my that's my only point. I, I do like Ghost and they do have a new album coming out on March 11th that I've been looking forward to. Um, I just think it's it's really funny. And then Loudwire and their beautiful way of organizing shit. Again. Right after that, Again. yes, the top 50 <laughs> new metal albums of all time. <laughs> like, here's somebody shitting on this entire thing. Yes. And then here's how we can combat that by calling them out by listing X number of things. <laughs> here's the top 50, top 50 albums that Tobias Forge doesn't like. <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, that's, I love that's it. classic. <laughs> There's a part of me that thinks that's just some type of like algorithm that takes like a keyword and puts the next article there. But I really prefer to think it's some, it's some Yeah, I really prefer to think it's some genius editor that's like, hey, watch this guys, this will be funny. <laughs> I agree. I, I really hope it is. Me too. <laughs> rock bands aren't good anymore, especially classic rock bands. Here's eleven new bands that are issuing the classic rock torch. <laughs> Uh, good times i don't know what to think of any of that i mean your 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 band is ghosts that we've seen what they look like and stuff like that like it's hard for me the other question that comes to my mind is like is he just saying something to get a reaction because clearly they're a band that is not opposed to some shock value to their act right that's a good point because we're talking about them yeah the internet was talking about them that's why i wanted to talk about it today and I believe this is the first time we've talked about ghosts. So it good is. job on them for getting us to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> hey, their album could be good. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so that's something I appreciate now that you now I think about this, you know, ghost and sort of that pretentious nature going on here. One thing that, um, I think you can guarantee about most like blues rock and the style that you got to hear with Blackstone Cherry and and Naked Gypsy Queens. It's not pretentious music. They're out there having fun and enjoying themselves and just, you know, having a good time. And yep. uh, there doesn't there's not that sense of elitism that doesn't seem to be a big part of that genre that I can N- tell. Not at all. And so mad respect to those people. Definitely. And to Ghost, you know, if. Tobias, if you don't like new metal, that's fine. But I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe you don't have to insult the whole thing and say you're allergic. Don't be so, so dramatic. Yeah. Don't be so dramatic, man. Who comes out in makeup dressed like a pope? <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, yes. One fi- final question for you guys about this show: Did you? put a niche business card on a wall somewhere we in that not. venue. We did not. You did not. I, what are we no, even doing with this guys? <laughs> I gave well, I them know. out to people instead. Sorry. Yeah. He gave them out. Yeah. Okay. 
that'll work. That'll work. We got to get stickers, I think, if we really want to start slapping stuff on venues. I was going to say, there there really wasn't that. I mean, I, did, I didn't visit the, va- the, the bathroom in this venue, but there really wasn't that much of places to stick a business card. That's fair. That's fair. We'll find some. I'll go. I'll do some scouting up here. Well, this is an, uh, an itch mission in progress. <laughs> in the meantime, if you want anything that has our name and logo on it, if you like us that much, which you're an awesome human being, if you do, itchrocks.com has shirts and various other things that are, are pretty fun and probably soon to be a new one that says, sorry, I'm blocking your view on the back in big letters. <laughs> No promises. I have a busy schedule coming up, but I'm really into this idea. So <laughs> so we are The Itch, and you can check us out more on our radio show, which is on Sunday nights from 6 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can listen through 891.com or streaming through the TuneIn Radio app, and you can catch it through KCLC FM. Yes. Yeah. Another, that's another one that's it's not exclusive to St. Louisians. It's easiest if you're already in St. Louis. But like you said, you can get that 89.1 The Wood streaming. It's perfect everywhere. Do it. Check it out. Yeah, you can stream it directly from the website. Or like I said, if you have the TuneIn Radio app, you can stream it from there as well. Multiple ways. And I suspect you'll probably be hearing some Blackstone Cherry this week. Maybe Naked Gypsy Queens as well. You will. (laughs) You definitely will. (laughs) So thank you very much for listening. Until next time, my name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. Rock on. <laughs> Sometimes you accidentally throw the until next time before the name. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's okay. good. Sometimes I just, when I'm editing, I just scoot it back. Splice it all together. I scoot it back to It's all good. Like, it's good. It's fine. It's no fine. Problem. Good. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the show. We've got plenty of links in the show notes to continue the conversation, including the episode's playlist. And you can interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, or through Gmail and itchrocks.com, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S.